Hey guys, you know what I love the most and what I think other girls love too is when my guy comes at the same time as I do, but that rarely happens and that's because there's an orgasm gap. Women take just a little bit longer to come than guys, but there is a solution to that and that is Promescent's delay spray. Their delay spray will not totally numb you out and it won't transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. I use their warming gel. That's my personal fave. They also sell lube and condoms and sex toys and supplements that are going to make you and your girl horny. They have everything you need for a hot night of sex and you're going to get 15% off your whole first order. All you got to do is go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's you're going to have 15% off your whole order. So order up. Okay. Or just go to the description, click on the link and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. Thanks promescent for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you're listening on a podcast app, which you are most likely, if you're not on YouTube, make sure to follow my show on whatever podcast app you're listening to it. If you haven't followed me on Instagram or Twitter, make sure to follow me at Strict Anonymous. That's at Strict Anonymous. I had somebody DM me there recently. He was like, oh, I've been looking for you for so long under Strictly Anonymous. I'm like, how many fucking times have I said at Strict Anonymous? (laughs) It's at Strict Anonymous. You could find me on Instagram or Twitter. If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, I am always looking for people to call into my show. This is a place where people call in and tell me their secret confessions while remaining anonymous. That's why it's called the name that it's called. (laughs) I change everybody's voices. People make up their names. You could call me from a block number. I don't really care. I don't even need to know exactly who you are. I just want to hear your interesting story. So if you have an interesting, naughty secret life or an interesting, naughty life that's not a secret or you have a problem and nobody wants to talk to you about it anymore, I'll talk to you about it. I love picking shit apart. I love giving people my advice. (laughs) You could call into the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Or you could just follow me on Instagram or Twitter at strictanonymous and DM me there. Make sure to give me a little, like a little short paragraph, a couple sentences of what you want to call in about. I also have a confessions line if you don't have an hour long story to tell me, but you want to confess something while remaining anonymous. I'm still gathering those confessions. You could call into my confessions line. It is available 24-7. Call whenever you want. 347-420-3579. The links to all this stuff and everything that I'm telling you right now is going to be in the description. So if you're driving or running or walking or biking or on the treadmill, you could go find it later. (laughs) 
Anyway, I am just going to get right into my callers that I have on today. I tried something different with this couple. They wanted to call in together. I'm like, let's have you guys call in separate. I did that with my recent guest, Blake and Kitty, and it really worked because they both had a lot of backstory that had nothing to do with each other, so they didn't really overlap. In this scenario, the wife told me the big picture, the details, a lot of stuff about what was going on. She's a vixen, Sophia. It's Sophia and Rod, by the way. <laughs> so I post, first I air Sophia's episode, her calling in, and then I give you her husband's point of view. He gets a little bit more dirty, a little bit more specific on some threesome action that they have and stuff. He reiterated some things that she said, but like I said, he was more graphic and as well as more descriptive of how he feels being a stag. She called in first and I'm going to post her first. We're going to hear from Sophia first and she's going to talk all about how she started hooking up with other guys and how her husband pushed her to do it. This was a jealous husband. He was always jealous in their life. They had a couple of threesomes before she started hooking up with guys solo, but she he talks about those more towards the end, but she talks about how she hooked up with her first guy who happened to be her ex-boss and what went down there and then all the guys that followed. She's a naturally flirtatious woman that even though she was married and had a ring on it, everywhere she went, guys just like try to pick her up. <laughs> She's very into black guys. That's her thing. They like her. She likes them. She sees them solo. There are some rules and regulations that they have with each other. She talks about those. She talks about the two car salesmen she met, not the two car, car salesmen in the same dealership, two separate car salesmen. The guy at Home Depot or Lowe's or some shit like that. I mean, she just picks up random guys and has sex with them in cars. There's a lot of car sex going on. And then she reports back to her husband. They recently also went to a swingers club. He talks a little bit about that. And then he gets really specific. I mean, she talked about how she was with like the hottest guy in the swingers club and how much she got off on that because this is a girl that really likes to know that guys dig her. But the husband gets very, gets more specific. He's like, she took four guys, four black guys in the back room and everyone was watching. So if you want the details, like I said, the naughtier details, the husband gives those towards the end after she's done, but she explains everything. She explains what she enjoys about it, why her husband doesn't hook up with women. That's a whole other story. So you're just going to have to listen. It's super interesting. First it's Sophia, then it's Rod. And I, of course, I got some pics of Sophia. If you want to see anonymous pics of Sophia and most of all my other female guests and some guys. Go join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. The link is going to be in the description. I'm going to be right back on with Sophia and then Rod. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Sophia. Welcome to Hi. the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm always excited to talk to a hot wife. Mostly because, a lot because my listeners go nuts, okay, for hot (laughs) wives that I never knew until I started my show how much like guys were into this kind of a thing. A lot of guys have that fantasy of watching their girl 
fucking other guy. Now, I know you're married a long time to your stag husband. I know that you have sex exclusively with black men. And then I know nothing else. So I'm going to start with my first (laughs) question would be like, you've been married 22 years. When did you and how did it come up that and how did you guys get into being a hot wife stag couple? So it it didn't start with sex necessarily. It started with an ex of mine who just still wanted a piece of me. And in the beginning, my husband was a little bit jealous. He's like, you know, what is he, he doing around? He had his chance, blah, blah, blah. And he went on to get remarried. I mean, he's, I don't know on what wife he's on now, but he was on another wife at the time. I was happily married. We were going to have children and he just kept calling me, wanted to meet me for drinks. And so one night he's like, okay, we'll go meet him after work. He's like, give him a little kiss and see how he reacts. And so I did, I came home, I told my husband about it and I thought he was going to be all forlorn and sad and he loved it. He just, he was like, oh my God, that's so cool. That's so hot. And that's kind of how it started a little bit here and there. And that was with somebody I knew. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of evolved into not not like I'm looking for anything, but this is just kind of how it happens. I meet guys and it kind of evolves into a sexual relationship. There, there's, <laughs> tell me what you want to know. Oh my God, I have a million questions because that's so like <laughs> glossed over. But okay. wait a second. So before this happened that first Mm -hmm. time with the guy that you knew, okay, Mm -hmm. were you and your husband very vanilla? Had you guys had some threesomes ever? Did you go to swingers clubs? I mean, or did you just lead a vanilla life and then all of a sudden here you are kind of make it out with another guy and going back and telling your husband about it? I would say we were kind of vanilla, not bad vanilla. We just were kind of exclusive. Um, We were married. We were in the very traditional marriage role. We always have had a great sex life. We still have a great sex life. I actually, when I was dating my husband in the beginning, I didn't like him maybe as much as I could have, but it was summertime and he was an excellent lover and I kind of stayed for the sex. With your husband? And then I ended up, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I ended up falling in love with him. So a lot of people think that you do this because you're trying to get something that you're not getting at home. And that's just, that's not, we have an excellent sex life. No, I, I, I have sex, to tell you, I've like... never, it's very rare that I've talked to a hot wife, stack couple, or most of the couples I talk to that do this. It's never because of an issue really it's more to build on their already hot sex that they're having and maybe because the guy has that in him and he knows he's into watching his wife or knowing that other guys really want her so after that guy like what's the chronological order I know that you just went to your first swinger party and I know that a long time ago you made out with a guy what happens after that and how do you become a hot wife I am a very flirtatious by nature. A lot of times I don't realize that I'm doing it. I was sitting in a mall food court one day, my kids in a stroller just having lunch and a guy leaves a, a, puts a note right where I'm eating and walks away. I'm just like hot black guy. And he's like, I see you have a wedding band on, but I do too, but that's okay. I'd love to have conversation with you. You're beautiful. So and, so, and 
I just, I took it home to my husband. I couldn't believe it. I was very flattered, first of all. And he was like, call him, call him. And I was like, uh, nah, I don't, I didn't pull the trigger, but I thought about it a lot. And not long after that, I was shopping in like a hardware store and another guy just, I saw him going down one aisle. He, he was coming to up the other. And then so I wasn't avoiding him, but I went to another aisle and he came and he struck up a conversation. Oh, you're pretty and you look like you're fun. And I was like, oh, I'm hot and sweaty. I just came from the football field. He's like, oh, I'm a football coach. It was just a very flirtatious conversation. And he was like, I think you should take my number or let me put my number in your phone. And so he did. And I told my husband about it. He's like, call him. I was like, what am I going to call? What am I going to do? And he's like, call him and see what he wants to do. See if he wants to meet for a drink. See, just call him. So I did. That was probably the first relationship I had. And it, and I actually just, I still speak to him. It's been close to 10 years, I guess. We actually just hooked up. It's been a while and we just hooked up and had sex like three weeks ago. As a matter of fact, he's still beautiful and it was, it's wonderful. And we hadn't seen each other in a while. His life is a little bit different. Commitments are a little bit different. And it's funny. We always had, we had really good conversation and he always thought about it like I did. It's an addition to what you have. He was very, he's very happily married. I'm happily married. And this is just in addition to what we have at home. So you met him in a hardware store. He, so what happens? You call him like, where did you wind up hooking up that first time? Did you, did he take you out to eat? And what was the plan? Like, I mean, did you and your husband any, have any kind of communication ahead of time? Like, were there any boundaries or anything? Or could you go full out with this guy and you want to have sex with him? And then you were going to go back and share with your husband. Were you guys getting out of it? And what was like your end goal? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. So I just enjoyed the company of an attractive man. We did not have sex the first time we met up. I actually chose walking around a football track at a local high school because I knew it was well lit. I'm still a woman and I still have to worry. I'm a mom. Yeah. There's a lot of distressful people out there. So that was comfortable for me. We both know it it was a local place. It was easy to get to and it was well lit. Mm -hmm. We walked around the track. And I, and we had good conversation and he told me he was attracted to me and nothing really happened. And at the end of the night, I was like, I don't even get a good night kiss. And so he kissed me and he was like, okay, yeah, we definitely need to take this a little bit further. So the next time we met, we did the kind of the similar thing. We walk around the track. And then at that point we went and we found like, there's an industrial park, not far. And 
we had sex in the car and that we've always had sex in the car. <laughs> it's we never <laughs> that we've actually never had sex in a bed. So I don't know how it would work very well, but it worked for both of us. Convenient. We both had families at home. Nobody wanted to spend money. That's actually one of the rules that my husband and I, so when I went out with him, my husband, he said, okay, you're not going to spend household money. If you want to go get a drink or something, that's fine, but you're not going to plop down money on a hotel. He wanted to know, I had to check in with him. He wanted to know I was safe. That was a big thing. That no anal sex, that was, that's one of his rules. That's for him only. And then he also, if you're with somebody and you feel like your feelings are a little bit stronger than this is just this particular relationship. You've got to abandon ship. So when I knew I was going to see him again, that's what we talked about. And he was like, and I want to hear every single detail. And I would come home to him and he got turned on by the scent of another man on me. Mm -hmm. So I always knew when I came home, I was going to double dip that night because it just turned my husband on and he would just ravage me. He, he loved the scent of another man on me. Protection is always a must. I'm, I'm pretty particular about that as well. Most of these guys that you hooked up, did you have long term kind of setups with them? Like with this guy, you still see him to this day. Did you continue on right. after that first? And did you ever have any kind of feelings for him or anything or was it always very separate it's very separate we have good conversation our children had similar interests so we would talk about that sometimes we would work out or take a walk and usually we would just meet at a specific location we would have good conversation usually talk for a while I like to kiss my husband's not big into kissing I'm a big I'm big into kissing and this guy's a great kisser. So we would make out forever and then have sex. And so I always, that's what I really got out of it. I knew what it was. I knew it was never going to be more than that. And like textbook almost, it's so consistent. Almost every time we were together, it was exact. that's exactly how it went down. And then I would come home and my husband would be appreciative. I came home and then he would be very turned on by another man spent on me. And so I knew when I went home, I was going to have sex again. That it's, I don't think there was probably a time that I can remember that I didn't come home and my husband wanted to have sex with me and really enjoy that he can share me. Did your husband continue to see other women or was he just happy with seeing you with other guys? He has flirted online with people. He's pretty happy. He's He also has a very particular type of woman that he likes. and those type of women typically don't like him. So he's kind of picky with who he engages with. He has not had a lot of sexual encounters with other women. He has had a few. He hasn't had one in a while. Um, I was hoping I would get him laid at the swingers club not too long ago, but it didn't pan out for him. So your guy, though, you're down with him being with other women, too. He just hasn't been able to make it happen in all these 13 years of you, like or 10 years of you having sex with guys. He's never been able to find one woman, but you're OK with it if he could. Yeah, we have rules like 
I don't want him to catch feelings either. I'm fine with that. I actually was hoping he would hook up with somebody. I want him to experience what I experienced. It's fun. I think a true stag or what you're typically the guy in this situation, he's getting a lot out of it. So I don't know that he's like getting the short end of the stick. And a lot of times the guy's not going for other women. But in this situation, your husband can be with other women. He wants to be with other women, Mm -hmm. but he can't the type of girl he's into doesn't like him and he's never been able to be with a woman in the whole 10 years while you've been with other men that I don't understand. No, he's had sex with two other people. It's been short little like after bar situations, but he's never had a regular side chick, I guess. Right. um, Well, most, I know, but I mean, does he want a regular side chick? Maybe he just wants to fuck random girls. I think he just wants to fuck people. Honestly, I don't think he wants all the stuff that I get out of it. Where do you meet these guys? Is it always just a random guy walks up to you in the hardware store? How do you, have you met all the guys that you've been with? So I'm having sex with my last two car salesmen, which is kind of interesting. That is not a pattern that was planned, but I've started i had a car salesman and bought three cars from and the first day i bought a car from him we started flirting so that's how one of them happened and my husband knew about it and he ended up going and buying a car from him as well so that was interesting and i just recently saw him and had my husband he's not really he was not really into wanting to be watched so i sent my husband to the bar and he came to my hotel and we had beautiful sex so i just I landed another car salesman. I'm a very flirty person and I don't always realize that I'm doing it. And he he was like, can I call you on your personal number? And I was like, you only have my personal number. And he's like, okay, can I call you after hours? And he did. And it was just, would you like to come over? And I was like, what were you, I don't really understand. You're not really the kind of guy I go out. So I like side dick. So he's like, well, let's just go to dinner and we'll talk. And so we went to dinner and he's like, I just was wondering, are we going to have a sexual relationship or not? He was very blunt and open with it. And that was interesting. I had never been, it had never been brought to me that way. So that has turned into just a sexual relationship that is still ongoing. I seem to attract black men. I enjoy seeing black men. I have the kind of body that I'm curvy and big boobs, big butt, flat belly, and that seems to attract a lot of black men. I'm not Hispanic. I'm actually Italian, but you would say I have like a darker look, like darker hair, tan skin. So I guess that is something that the guys I attract are attracted to. Now, how so. many guys have you slept with? Do you can like you can you count on one or two hands or is it just like a, a lot of them? No, it's not a lot. Probably about 12 or I guess a dozen, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they're always um, random. You've never been on a site or anything advertising for it. They've always been random hookups. Completely random. Mm-hmm. And other than, like I said, I was pretty successful at the our first time at a swingers club, which was just a couple of weeks ago. And that was obviously we're all there for the same purpose. How did you find out about the Swingers Club? Where did you, and it, was it near where you lived? No, we were actually in Vegas again. And uh, we have a friend that moved out there that has lived out there for almost 30 years now. And he suggested we go to it. Our, he's the only one that knows our lifestyle. So we went and I was very nervous. 
that was a very nerve wracking experience leading up to it, but it ended up being tremendously fun. I had a great time. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else did, but I had a great time. But wasn't everybody uh, having fun there? <laughs> everybody was having fun there. I was really hoping my husband would be a little more successful. There was not obviously as many ladies as there were men. So the odds are never good for the guys. Is that the way it normally is? Night. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this was my first time, so I was not really sure what to expect. We had planned on going to a local swingers club, and then COVID happened, and we never ended up making it. So I had a lot of fun. I had a successful night. I had a blast, and I was very comfortable. I was surprised at how comfortable I was. Half an hour after I got there, I was fucking the hottest guy in the place, so I was pretty happy. And your But um, your husband didn't hook up with anyone? He couldn't find anyone? Mm-mm. No, <laughs> the only girl he talked to, she was not down for it. And there, there was plenty of older ladies, not that he's age discriminatory or anything, but just not really his type. What's your husband's type? You said it earlier. Oh, my husband, he's always interested in this type of girl, but that type of girl is never interested in him. Like, what's his type that he can't get? So he likes black and Latino women. Mm-hmm. He likes very pretty girls. He likes big asses, big boobs. He likes a curvy girl. And usually those ladies are not into a balding white accountant with glasses. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think he's a good looking guy. I mean, I I still think he's a good looking guy. And he's he's got got a nice dick. He's got, he's an excellent lover. I mean, he's he's got a lot to offer. Yeah. But I mean, he's a white guy. He Mm -hmm. looks like a white guy. So he doesn't always attract the kind of ladies that he's attracted to. See, I wasn't putting that together. I'm like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Is he not attractive and he wants like a model? I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, but I didn't think that. Like what Mm -hmm. you just said, that kind of makes sense. If you're into that kind of girl, that girl wants maybe someone more hot like them. And like you said, like the white accountant looks like a step. Mm -hmm. But he <laughs> but he didn't get down with anyone. But I would assume I mean, because isn't like a stag. So what do you consider a stag? Because maybe I get it all wrong. What is the difference between a cock and a stag? Does a stag really like to watch his wife with another guy? Like what is his deal? And what is he really into? So I did not come up with these names. He did. So I they, they could be totally wrong. For yeah. How describing our lifestyle he does like to watch, but he does not like to be, he's not going to be belittled or anything like that. Yeah. He doesn't always watch. Obviously, when I'm having sex with my side dicks, I'm alone. He will, he, he always encourages me to take a video, though. He does like me to share the videos. So, and do most um, of the guys so know can... that you're married? And is that like a part of like the turn on for them? And are, and then the, my second question would be after that, are most of are those guys married too, or are they typically single guys? I would say half married, half not. Mm-hmm. What's, what's interesting is that the, the two, that I'm that the two newer ones that I'm seeing now are younger. Like I, <laughs> I've always dated older people. My husband's ten years older than me, and now that I'm getting older, I'm like going for the younger people, which yeah. is kind of interesting. Not planned. It's just happened, and it's kind of nice because these these younger guys they don't really want a huge commitment, but they have apartments or they have houses, so. It's a little bit nice when you're not with a married guy because you don't have to scramble to find somewhere because you both have families at home. Yeah. So 
So the, the two guys I'm seeing now, it's kind of convenient because they both have their own places. And that that's kind of an interest. That's been an interesting dynamic in like the last year and a half is you don't have to wonder where you're going or you don't have to have sex in a car. Although it is fun to have sex in a car. Oh my God. Um, cheating sex in the car is so funny to me for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You think that you're, once you're not a teenager, you're not doing that anymore. But that's No, the, I know. That's what I love even more. <laughs> Grown ass adults in the back of a minivan that their kid's <laughs> shit is still in there fucking like somebody else. Do you know what I mean? That's, that is just so that's laugh out loud to me funny <laughs> yes. because yes. I think it happens a lot. I do. It do- I think it does too. I think it happens more than, I mean, I don't really discuss this, how I live my life with a lot of other people. And I feel sad for people who just have, who either a throw their marriage away for somebody cheating. And it's like, are you really willing to throw all this? It's sex. Maybe it was an emotional affair. Maybe everybody has a different situation. But yeah. when you've been married 22 years, you want different dick. That's human nature, I feel. And you did you feel like at that time that you were really craving that or it just kind of happened and then it just added to it? Were you craving variety at that point? Not necessarily. I mm-hmm. was just, I get very flattered when somebody is interested in me. And it's a high. And if they want to be intimate with you, it's a bigger high. Maybe that's why you're naturally flirty. You said like 10 times you're naturally flirty and it's because you're getting your fix. That's your fix. Yeah. It's an ego stroke, I guess. Weekend that we just had in Vegas where we went to the swingers club. I slept with the best looking guys there. I was on cloud nine. I had just one after another and I mean, I still am like haunted by this one guy I had sex with. Actually, we couldn't even finish when before they closed. So I hooked up with him the next day. And the guy is so beautiful. Like, it's just such an ego trip. Like, I just can't, I, it's such an ego trip. Like, you're with this beautiful man, and I just get him for a little bit of time. And I mean, the sex was good, and he was beautiful. And the, I mean, what is not, it's great. It's just fucking great. Yeah, especially for someone that's wired to really love that, like you said, that's your thing. So it really makes sense that this kind of scenario would be perfectly suited for you because you're getting fed that all the time. And you're very much lucky because you kind of have your cake and eat it too. And it's all cool. It's not like you're typically that's like a sentence people use to talk about somebody like in that's cheating, but you have both things. You have that stable, healthy relationship at home. And you have this part of you that loves that attention and loves to know that you're hot. And like you said, you get high off of that and and you get to Mm -hmm. have that. Hey guys, I gotta tell you about the best vibrator out there for you. Okay. It is called the Tenuto 2 and it's by Mystery Vibe. The Tenuto 2 is the only wearable vibrator designed for his and her pleasure. And that's because there are four perfectly placed motors that not only vibrate you, but are also going to vibrate your girl at the same time. There are also eight preset vibes, 16 intensities to choose from, and there's an app that goes with it so you can customize your whole experience. Want a hands-free, mind-blowing orgasm? Then get yourself a Tenuto too and go right now to mysteryvibe.com and use my code STRICTLY15 to get 15% off 
Okay, use my code strictly15 at mysteryvibe.com for 15% off or just go to the description, click on the link and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. So it's super easy. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring this episode. Oh, I have a very charmed life. I practice gratitude every day because I have the American dream and I fuck hot black guys. <laughs> right. And is you that know, like get, your type? Is that like if you go into a place, is that like typically what you are interested in and what you find the most attractive? Is that why you, that's what you exclusively go? Or does like your husband have a say and that's what he also likes too? No, I have actually, he's only, I only have ever dated two white guys in my life. Uh, My first boyfriend at 14 was black. I grew up in an urban area where I had, most of my relationships were interracial. Not necessarily, I'm attracted to an attractive person. I find that I think my body type, like kind of more the IG model, I tend to attract more black men just because I think they're attracted a lot of them are attracted to my body type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's why so it's more exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's more of the offerings. I don't get like the skinny young guys with fairies on into me usually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah. wrong with that. That's just they're not they're not into uh, into me. It's not like I've excluded anybody. It's, yeah. That's just how it has happened. Right. And you're two guys that, I mean, you're two guys that sold you cars. I mean, are they from the same dealership? Okay. No. And <laughs> what's so funny is they're kind of a little bit opposite, but I mean, literally the, that I've known the longest, I mean, he, he quite literally was on the cover of a romance novel. Like he, he, that he's, he's like a romance he was, model? He was photographed. He was the model for being photographed for the cover. Like he's, the whole pack, like he's built and gorgeous and oh, the body right. and that real three hours a day in the gym. Yeah. And, That's that real cheesy, yeah. like quintessential, like buff guy. Yes. The muscles, the rippling muscles and everything. So, oh my God. yeah. And the other one is so polar opposite. He's also very big, tall and, and big, but very different. Speaks French and just totally polar opposite. But it's so funny. They both sold me cars. And then when I was at the swingers club, a guy came up to me and he was like, oh, you're so pretty. And would you like to get together and everything? And I was like, sure. And then my husband's like, oh, yeah, can I watch? And he's like, okay. He was like, okay, calm down a little bit. Let's just talk first. He found out that I had already had sex with somebody else. And he was like, oh, then I don't want to do that. Maybe we can hook up tomorrow. And I was like, well, I'm not good enough now. I'm not going to be good enough tomorrow. And he said, well, let me give you my card. I'm staying at this hotel, blah, blah, blah. But I want to be the first one. And I was like, okay. And I took his card and he's the car <laughs> Oh my God. Are you, I that was how that was it was so the second funny. one. Yeah. I know. And, and I just thought that was so funny. I was like, hon, you need to get a side hustle so you can buy me some more car. <laughs> <laughs> but wait a second does your husband typically because it comes up a lot that he wants to watch but sometimes the guy doesn't want him does he participate a lot in these side dick situations you have or is he typically at no home? he's typically at home yeah the only time that we've that he's watched most recently was either if i have a video to to share with him obviously the swingers club and then only when we've done We've actually only had one threesome, and that was another trip to Vegas, which was 
when this all started. Right, right. And so I know I asked you this before, but like, I don't remember like, so they're always like kind of random pickups. It's not like ever being on an app or anything like that. I've never met anybody on an app. And so it, and it's always been because you're just this super flirtatious person and maybe because you're, you just give out those vibes that people know you're DTF. Down right. I get, I said it must be written on my forehead somewhere. Like I was picked up in a, or on your ass, on your big yeah. ass that they're all staring at. Right. I was picked up in a Coles parking lot one time and I was just like, is it written on my forehead? Yes. Like, yes. Like I like, it must be. They so smell it I, from a mile away. I tell you, it's got to be. It, it's not something that I try to suppress or anything, but I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a very happy person. I have a great life. I feel bad for people who don't have a life as great as I do. I like at work. I love my job. I'm very happy to the people I interact with. Obviously, one of the couriers that delivers packages must have felt that. So I guess that's just, that's just my personality and that's how I am. Yeah, your flirtatiousness and your energy is just giving off the vibes for sure. I think we could always smell certain things from a mile away. I think certain women have different ways about them. And like I, I like I said, I, I don't know that that woman that could sort of wield every man her way is doing it on purpose. I Sometimes it's just mm-hmm. a thing. But I, I, I do think if like you get high on men's attention and you love that, there's a part of you that's going to work to get it on some level because yeah. you're into that and you do it and you're successful. Yeah, I'm very ha- I, I've been very, very happy with the relationships I've had recently. They've been great. And you've never had, my last question would be like, has there ever been any kind of issues with you ever copping feelings or them ever copping feelings with you, these guys that you've, because you, you've been with them longer than just a one-time thing. I mean, did, I don't, I think you said it never happened on your end, but did it ever happen on their end or has it always been pretty clean cut? Not to my knowledge. I've never had anybody say that some of them just naturally just die die off not like I've never had anybody be like I can't see you again right um it's just been circumstance or different life just changes and we all get older and we have different commitments and everything I've never had anybody be like I just can't see you anymore I've never had anybody tell me they love me I've had my one car salesman he says he loves me but it's on a different level it's not like I'm in love with you yeah yeah, I just have love for you Mm -hmm. and of course, he's telling me this while I'm sucking his dick, so he's a very happy guy at that point. So yeah. it, it's it's not real love or anything. I have never had feelings other than what the relationship is, but I know what it is going into it. And nobody has ever come across my path. It's like, oh, I'm going to throw everything away for this. It's just, I guess, because when you're going into it, you don't expect anything more than that. It's a, It's a specific relationship. Right. And you and your husband are super happy with each other. Oh, There's yes. no issues yeah. there. We have a fantastic marriage. Right. And do you feel that this kind of opening up of your relationship so many years ago has helped your relationship in any way? Oh, sure. Um, You have to be so... Well, first of all, I was the most comfortable 
ever with my husband. Like yeah. I would let him do things to me sexually that I wouldn't let anybody else do. Yeah. And I won't, we have rules, like I say, no anal, that that's not for side dick. That's only for daddy stick. So you have rules and you have parameters. I was never more comfortable with, with anybody other than my husband. And I wasn't always as comfortable in the beginning when I started sleeping with other people, because I don't know, I just, I get a confidence thing. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it was. And <laughs> I, I definitely am more confident now. So I think that kind of helped me just because I knew I wasn't, I, my, my husband was going to love me no matter what. And I was going to be comfortable with him no matter what, like we had babies together, we bought houses together. We, there, there's that intimate, great sex together, all of that. But he's kind of brought me out. And by doing, by sleeping with some of these people, it's just made me a little more confident constantly. Oh, that's interesting. You, you know, so, and he, I think he's more attractive. The more confident I get, I yeah. feel like the more attractive he is to me. We were sitting at a cigar bar, found a great cigar bar on our last vacation. And we were sitting there and the girl waiting on us, she wasn't really busy. She commented, she was like, are you guys on your honeymoon? <laughs> No, <laughs> we've been married. 20, we're on our anniversary trip. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, you just look like you look so happy. You look like newlyweds." Oh, that's um, cool. We're like twenty-two years later, <laughs> so it just it it just adds to it. I guess I become more attractive to him because he knows somebody. I come home to him. Okay, now I'm gonna put in the part where I talk to Rod. So. This is your little commercial break. <laughs> I'll be right back on with Rod. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Hey, Rod. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? Good. Now, Rod, you have a hot wife. I sometimes I get uh, confused with labels and stuff. <laughs> there's sta- there's cucks and hot wives. There's stags and vixens. There's all kinds of situations. But I, what what would you describe the arrangement or the that you have with your wife? Because I know you do share her with others. I would say she's a hot wife and I'm a stag. I'm not a cuck. Right. I and mean, she doesn't want a cuck, frankly. But I'm a little older than her. I'm in my late 50s. She's in her late 40s. I've licensed to play as well. But it's a little harder for me at my age and girls aren't as horny as guys well on your podcast. Uh, yeah. So I don't have as many opportunities. So it's more me enjoying her opportunities and hearing her stories when she comes home from her dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we did do a years ago, we did a threesome with a friend that's kind of started this off. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think she'd go through with it. And it was fun. It had a great time. We live in Vegas and we did a threesome had a great time and that kind of started us off and before me she's always been much partial to black guys and oh she you're not black but she she was very into uh, black guys before she got with you right Mm -hmm. that's correct we're both white Uh uh-huh and she's got the body where okay she's got the big boobs and the huge ass very unlike most white girls and those guys find that very attractive and so it's like um, like a chemistry or a magnetism thing there and she has an opportunity to play with them and I'm super turned on by it. So it works out. Now I'm not usually in the room except for once when we went to a lifestyle bar. Yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's when I got to see it up close, but she's in a position where the guys are a little more private and she 
is comfortable with just coming home and I'm cool with that as long as she's safe. Right. So now that threesome, did it happen organically or did you guys set out to do it? The one that started it all with your friend in Vegas. She kind of was flirting with him with texts anticipating our trip out there and he didn't know how to take it. Mm -hmm. So he came to me and I'm like, yeah, dude, it's all good if you're good with it. And I, right up until we got up to the room, we went to a strip club first and got all hot and bothered. Yeah. Then we went to our hotel room and he came up and right before she, she's taking a shower, getting ready to come out in her towel. He says to me, look, I don't know if this is going to screw up friendship. I'm like, you bringing this up now? I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> so he was cool with it. And yeah, we had a great time. I love watching her blow him and watching him fuck her. And then I finished, finished off and we, he was getting a blow job. While I was fucking her. And then we were switching. It was so hot. You know, I, I'm so glad I did it. And we're still friends to this day with the other guy. As a matter of fact, he went to the club with us and he watched her put on a show. So he's kind of like the only person in our straight world that knows about this. Right. Okay. But let me ask you this, because you said she was flirting with him via text. So did you guys have a conversation before that trip to Vegas where you decided to open up your marriage and have share her with someone else? Like, how did it even come up that she would start flirting with your friend and that this was going to go down? Well, I saw, I, it's interesting you say that because originally I was extremely jealous and insecure when we first yeah. got married. Yeah. Then I started to change a little and she was like seeing her ex-boss on the side. Nothing suggested. He, uh, and she uh, like fucked him once before me. Uh-huh. And I said, why don't you uh, give me a kiss? And then she did that. And then I started getting really hot by it. So I talked to her into giving him a blowjob and she did that and eventually fucked him again. So... I kind of pushed the envelope a little. This was and, in the uh, beginning before this threesome. Exactly. Oh, yeah. okay. That's when it kind of resonated in my mind that I'm really turned on by this. And But sometimes you're like not comfortable bringing it up because if you get shot down, you really feel stupid. Yeah, but wait a second, because you said you like the, it's a big leap to go from being that really jealous guy that's super insecure in a relationship to the guy that's like, go make out with him. Was it kind of like because you were so insecure, you're like, just fucking do it? Or like, do you get past your insecurity and jealousy? And now you're I, like, I, oh, that's a great question. It's not like something one thing happened. Yeah. Or yeah. Like a series of events. I just eventually evolved, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I guess I started watching. um more porn and whatnot that's i'm sure that helped but i it it just evolved i really don't have like a point in time to say oh we went from a to b but isn't it yeah no but i mean it's something it's weird on my show and this always happens with me is like i feel like i hear something for the first time and then after that i i constantly hear it from other callers and i've had a lot of cucks and hot wives and people who share their partners and swingers And a lot of people talk about the jealousy thing. A lot of people talk about the fact that they love to see their partner with somebody else. But I had a lot of people on recently who have talked about, and it's always super interesting to me, how they have, how they were totally jealous people and how they turned that into an actual turn on it. And I think it's like kind of like a different side of the same coin. And I wonder if like, could anyone that's super jealous, maybe like, can you turn it into being something that you're turned on by as opposed to jealous? Like if you're just taking that energy and putting it someplace else. I have a girl that I'm airing this week named Lucy, who her and her boyfriend were super jealous and insecure. And they're like the type that they turn that into being a turn on. And same thing with you. So it's like, it's, that's an interesting 
connection. And I know when I first heard it as a person that's been jealous in my past I was, and, and somebody who has realized that I would be down for that kind of situation, like my partner coming back and telling me about it. I'm like, I see that connection. There is a connection or there yeah, can be. I, I, I think it's like you said, it's kind of a different side of the same coin. Yeah. It's very similar to that. Yeah. And I just got more and more turned on. And yeah. I tried to get her, she was maybe a little reluctant at first, but then she eventually got into it mm -hmm. and she went from there and it got to where she was in Lowe's one day, like yeah. in sweats and a sweatshirt, not feeling sexy at all. <laughs> and out of nowhere, this, this, this pretty hot black guy starts coming up to her and talking to her. And she's thinking, is he like talking to me? And is he coming on or is he just making small talk? And he, he gave, gave her his number. And she wasn't going to do anything with it. And I said to her, 10, 15 years from now, are you going to have this opportunity? Maybe, maybe not. I think you should go for it. And she's had an affair with him for like for 10 years now. Yeah. Now, I spoke with your wife already, too. Okay. I decided to speak to you guys separately. I tried different things out. I don't know. Maybe it should have been together. But I did get her story. And I, when, when you just told me about the Lowe's guy, I remember. I mean, your wife happens to be... The kind of woman who like flirts, even maybe would I say, is it correct to say that like without knowing she's flirting and she just so guys think that she's got that kind of vibe because she talks 100%. about how she's just yeah. always I, getting picked up by guys and just like random places. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, we were like returning a rent a car once and it was a black guy. Yeah. Like taking our information. Yeah. And she's like totally flirting. And I'm like, are you going to go sleep with him? She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're totally coming on to him. Like, no, I wasn't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. So she gets picked up by this guy in the low store and you and she tells you about it. And then she's still been seeing him to this day. Now, when you when she does hook up, because you said that you could she can hook up solo. I mean, or but do you oh, also he, do hookups together? No, this guy is he's married, he's totally paranoid. We live in the same area as him, and he doesn't want to be seen. He's got he can get caught, he's got Grown yeah. kids, yeah. So he definitely wouldn't be cool with anybody knowing about this, but her and him. And they've only ever done it in a car, believe it or not. Right. All these years, he's never sprung for a room. So uh, they've gotten pretty good at uh, the back seat, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, you're never involved in these situations now, when I she's come, with the guys. I, yeah. Now I'd love to be, but it just works out like this. He doesn't want any attention. And another guy that she's with now, he fucks her for like four hours, and I actually don't want to sit around for four hours. I'll get bored at some point this whole excitement yeah and i don't think he's into like sharing her so unfortunately a lot of this isn't great for me but i've kind of learned to accept it and i have a permission to play but like i said i it's not a lot of opportunities for someone my age that isn't i don't look like george Clooney or anything like that and i had one opportunity where i hooked up with a girl and i just wanted to like have sex but she was like a friend and she's like wanted me to leave my wife because she didn't want to do the side chick thing. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to leave my wife. And that was that. So I just had really bad luck, I guess, compared to her. Yeah, but I mean, have all of her hook. So let's just go back to you had that first threesome with your friend. Okay, let's start yeah. with the story again. That was like super hot. And with and that was, I mean, it wasn't really your first time because you had, she her first time like hooking up with someone else outside of your relationship was with her boss, correct? Yeah. 
Yeah, her ex-boss. Her ex-boss. So now she's yeah. fooled around with your friend. And then what happens after that? Do you ever, does it always sort of happen randomly? Or do you ever decide to like go out purposefully looking for other people for her? No, nah, we've never gone on FetLife or anything like that. We never really tried. She just like meets these guys. I mean, she's banged two guys that sold his cars at CarMax. Right. Oh, I remember these stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she doesn't really put a lot of effort into it. The only time we went out specifically looking was the swingers club and that was very recent yeah i mean she doesn't put very little effort into it i like i said i just think it's the ass and the tits and her look and she has her ponytail in these guys like kryptonite i guess and even if she's like not in her 20s anymore these guys are turned on by it right so so after that first threesome it was did you but did you guys like have any kind of discussions to kind of figure out how it's going to work or yeah is this just we have ground rules yeah okay tell me about yeah we have specific yeah well number one full just transparency you can't sneak around number two you can't stay overnight with somebody number three uh, her ass is mine so nobody gets that that's just mine And number four is just if either of us is uncomfortable with a situation, the other one has to respect it. Right. That's basically our ground rules. Right. But I mean, have you ever been involved in any of these threesomes that you're or or have they ever? Because you had that threesome with your friend. I mean, have you ever been able to have another threesome with her? I'd love to have one. It just hasn't presented itself yet. I'd love to have that. I mean, the closest I got was the one in Vegas at the club, but... Hey, the guy, I don't know, he was kind of weird about it, hinky, so I just watched. I don't know, I could probably maybe be a little bit more forceful, but I don't want to fuck up the moment for her either. She's yeah, but didn't you have four. the threesome with your friend in Vegas? Yeah, that was a separate, that was 13 years ago. Right, right, right. But I'm saying after that, how long after that did she start with the guy at Lowe's? Or like, what happened after the threesome about in Vegas? Three, like- maybe three, four years, I guess. Just life just happens and time goes by fast. And then the guy from Lowe's was out of nowhere and it kind of re-engendered my feelings of, yeah, you got to pursue this and tell me all about it. Be very specific. And she had a great time with that. And the other one we have is condoms, but we've, she's broken that a few times. I'll tell you about that in a minute. <laughs> but wait a second. So you, so you have that threesome in Vegas, but it's just like one of those fun things is with a friend. You don't become like professional at anything. You're not like, no. Oh, let's co- no. continue to do it. Life goes by a couple of years. She, then the first yeah. thing that happens after that is the Lowe's guy. Yes. Okay. Then the then the CarMax guy, and then the second CarMax guy, and then another friend of a friend in, in football. That only lasted one or two times. That was kind of here and gone. I she I fucked him in a hotel room, and that was that. But and now she's back. She has a new guy. The second car the, the second car salesman guy. That's been going on now like steadily. Every couple of weeks, she'll go over his his apartment and. I don't know. This guy can like like fuck four times in a night. Just keeps going and going and going. And first time she came home like sore and like, oh my god, this guy's got the fattest dick I've ever seen, and he just jackhammered me. Yeah. But now she's getting used to it, and it hurts less. So I guess her body's gotten used to it a little bit. But do you like when she comes home and tells you? Does she take video? Because it sounds like you would be down to be involved, but you never really are. now, I, I'm kind of like an innocent bystander. I'd love to be more involved, but it just hasn't presented itself, and maybe I should push harder. But she's done some videos, which are really hot. 
I actually sent you one, but I know you can't do X-rated. Um, yeah, I don't want to see that shit. I, it's so funny how people send me like all this. <laughs> I'm like, no. First of all, I do anonymous pics sometimes on my Patreon, but they're like R-rated. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need a video. <laughs> yeah, so, and I asked her, like, put the phone on it. Just let me hear. And we're, we'll do that next. But she's taking a few videos with this guy. And he just basically, like, bangs her for hours and hours and hours. And I'd love to watch it, but I'd be like, all right, after the first 25 thrusts, I'm not sure, what am I going to do? Just, like, drink drink the liquor in his bar and wait for right, him to finish? Right, So that would be kind of difficult. And even if he okayed it, and he's kind of private, but I could probably talk. I could probably make it happen. But, again, it just goes so long. What am I going to do? Unless I could jump in, but I can't get it up four times in a night. I couldn't do that when I was 18. Right. So so what is the difference between the stag and the cock? Is the cock maybe in maybe the difference in this situation if you is the cock has the yeah, humiliation she, aspect? She, because you are yeah, at home. You're not there having a three right. you're not involved. Yeah, I'm kind of I guess in the middle, but she doesn't want a cock. She, and I don't either. I got it. Where yeah. the humiliation, the, yeah. the cage and all that yeah. shit. There ain't no way. Because she's like, if you want to do that, I'll we're done. We're not gonna do that. So I'm more of, okay, I don't participate a lot, but I hear the hot stories. I fuck her brains out when we get, when she gets home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only one that can get her ass. And she like is sometimes we do anal when she gets home because those guys don't go near it. And right, they're not know, allowed. She's turned on. And frankly, I'll, and I'll say this, I'll put my oral skills up against anyone. I'm the best. And <laughs> I, I can get her okay. off. I can make her squirt. I'm really good with my fingers. I know how to, I lick her ass. I know how to finger her. In, in that area and all the things I give her that they don't give her. So I kind of fill in those, those needs for her too. Right. Mm-hmm. But you enjoy like her going out and doing this. It's a part of the turn. Like when she's out at that car salesman's house oh, and yeah. she's getting real, yeah, you're think- home like a horny for that situation. Oh yeah. A little, and also a little on edge, like, man, it's taking long. I hope she's okay. And I make, we also have a rule where check in with him and it goes three hours. I'm like, in between sessions, give me a text. Let me know everything's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know this guy that well. Right. But she yeah. does. Hasn't she sure. been with these guys for a long time? <laughs> uh, pardon me? I mean, I said, but she does. Hasn't she been with these guys for a long time? I mean, when did this all start? Like, what's the like time frame? As Like, I know the threesome was 13 years ago. The threesome was 13 years ago. Then maybe we took like a three or four year break. Yeah, Not yeah, Not because yeah. we didn't want to do it. It just didn't work out. And then the car sales, I mean, excuse me, the Lowe's guys started up. And then the car salesman one, and then car salesman two, yeah, and that other guy. And then we had the thing in Vegas where our friend from the threesomes hosted us and said, let's go to this club. He knows how she is. He knows how I am. And she ended up fucking four guys there. At the, I wonder if she told me that story. I don't remember. So wait, so you go back to Vegas. Your friend who you had that threesome with is there. He's the only one that knows that you do this shit because he did it with you. And now there's Correct. another threesome that happens organically? No, that did, he was with his wife now. He got married. Okay. And she came to the club with us. And I don't think she's down. Yeah, yeah I get it. But no, he takes yeah. you, but you go to the strip club. Is he there with you or he takes you out? He hosting you? He like, hosted us. He yeah, took yeah. us there. We would have never known where it was. Yeah, okay. That, that's at the swingers club. And before she's getting ready to go, my wife, and she's like, God, I mean, what if I'm the oldest woman there that's not getting attention? This is going to kill my ego. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, I doubt it's going to be that way, but I've never been there. I know it's not, it's an older crowd, so maybe you'll be okay. And we get there, have a drink or two, and within an hour, she's banging the hottest guy in the club. Right. Mm-hmm. This, this, she made, like, eye contact. It was this, this guy was playing pool, 
very handsome black guy. Next thing I know, she goes, let me have my purse. I'm, I need I need lambskin condoms. All he has is latex. And she went in there and banged the shit out of him and actually came, like, in one of the private rooms in the back. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dang. So then her and I went up and played in one of the rooms. And then we came back. And now it's to the seats where we were. And now there's, like, five or six black guys waiting for her. I guess word gets around. And she took one in the back by the pool area and she's got a crowd of like 15 or 20 people watching including my friends and they see her ass going up and down like riding him it was like the hottest thing and and i'm not sure if my friend's wife is down with this but she was watching so i guess she was cool and then uh we ran out of time she got another guy's number and the next day she fucked him and then her old car salesman who moved out there so she was a pretty busy girl that weekend what do you mean you ran out of time the swingers club was closing oh we the, 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 yeah they were closing Oh yeah, we had to go. The Uber was raiding. Yeah, because she was ready to fuck this other guy. And I, I'm like, just get his number. And then the next day, he came over to our hotel, and they went at it. And you just watched, or did you participate? That one I watched, yes. That one you watched? Uh, he wasn't into I I was perfectly fine watching. And then when that got done, her and I had some intense pride of time. Why did he, you uh, not get involved? You don't like to, or you just want to watch? I'd love to join in, but I didn't think the vibe I was getting was he wasn't really with that. I'm fine. Uh That's fine. I'm going to get mine later. I'm going to get mine later. I get it. Do her guys, like the car salesman guys and her Lowe's guy, do they know she has a husband or or do they and they know exactly what's going on or no? The second. No, they didn't. Neither one of them knew. Uh, The first guy said. He looked at her and goes, you and your husband, I'm not sure I understand. I don't get it. And she goes, what do you mean? He goes, he doesn't look like your type. And she goes, well, I had dated outside my race. So I think he kind of understood then what she was into. And the second guy, she went to uh, get paperwork on the car. It was around Christmas. And she had a shirt that said Santa's hose or something like that. And she's like flirting with him. He's like, dang, her man's right there. And she's flirting. I don't know if she's flirting with me or what. So she throws the signs out. And so they, they know it's not like she's going because I have heard some scenarios where the couple like they they don't want the guy to know because it's like their sort of secret, whatever. Everyone sets it up differently. I was just wondering. So they know she's got a husband and he's down with it. They don't think she's cheating on you. No, no. At no point has she like even with the guy from Lowe's, she's like, my husband knows what I'm doing. This is what we do. And right. he is in a completely different situation than that. I mean, his wife. If she found he found out one time he would be she would divorce him. I mean, he has zero wiggle room with that. Yeah, but so this so when you're at this Vegas swingers club, how come you don't get to hook up? With, you didn't get to find someone that I, time. I tried. I I tried again. What do you mean like, you tried? It was mostly guys. Why? The one girl who I would have played oh, wait, with. Wait, 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 wait. What kind of swingers club is mostly guys? There's no women there. No, there are some, but the guys outnumber the girls. So this club, you can go if you're a single guy if you pay more money. So right. there's a lot of single guys there. Yeah, I got and, it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And the girls that were there, I mean, I one I would have played with, but she was clearly with her guy. And even if somebody like, like there's a guy like, like getting next to them and jerking off watching them, and she was clearly uncool with it, just kind of a pain in the ass. And I mean, after a while, I'm like, yeah, I would fuck her, her body, but she's just a total bitch. So... I was like that. And then I did talk to another girl, but she was in her 20s and she clearly wasn't into me. So I, it's not from lack of effort. It's just lack of opportunity. Right. You Even know? in and, a swingers club, you can't find a girl. <laughs> yeah. Believe me, I tried. 
and just watching her and I to kind of see what she's into, what she's up to. Yeah, I, I mean, I made an attempt. Maybe I should be more aggressive. I don't know. But Maybe I, you don't. Do you really want, are you like dying to have that variety or like what goes down with your wife and what I, she's doing? Is that enough for you? I don't know. It would be nice. Let me put it to you this way. It's 80% cool. If I had a little something, something on the side, it would be 100%. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, totally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, there's so, a little yeah, bit. I would, you would it. add, yeah. And she, and she feels horrible. I mean, even I was out in Vegas alone, and I'm like, I told her, I'm like, I just called a hooker to come up to my room, and she's like, Oh, I'm so happy for you. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> and it was like, Did the, the hooker not show up, or should she show? No, she showed up, okay. and I got like the, the most overpriced hand job of my life. It was all about the money, and I just didn't do my homework enough. I called this agency and. You pay them 150 then the girl comes. I'm thinking, all right, I'll tip her a couple of hundred. And that, that was just the beginning. So it's like, shit. So I got a, like a half-assed hand job. And my wife was devastated. She's like, we're going to hook you up. We're going to find a way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What about, yeah. yeah. So you, now, will you ever decide you and her to go to like swingers clubs in your area or anything like that or get more uh, sort of professional about it? Yeah, she's researching one and trying to see. It's not in the greatest area. I kind of grew up around there, and I know what it's like. Yeah. But we're trying to see what the rules are, and I know she would play and play and play. And I would just, if I if I sucked a girl's tits, I'd be like, touchdown. That's but, all you're looking uh, for? <laughs> well, at this point, I've kind of got my expectations a little tamped down. But, yeah, I'd love to play. And she'd yeah. Be, she would love it more than me. Right. She feels bad for me. Now, has she um, ever been with but, women or just only men? The only time with a woman was, and I wasn't really, but we went to a strip club. We got a... Lap dance or back room? Yeah, lap dance. Yeah, yeah. Great lap dance. It was great. And it was, because it was another girl, she was so turned on. And she, the stripper let each of us suck her tits, one tit each. Right. And she was like fingering my wife. And yeah, it was totally hot. But she doesn't like, she's not into girls other than that. You don't have many more stories, right? That's like sort of the overview, which I think is yeah, great. I mean, we're not we're not like as like as fired up as some of your guests. No, but I think uh, that that's cool because what's so interesting about this episode, Rod, and the way we did it is like you're painting the big picture, and then we get more details from your wife, and that fills up the whole hour. It's perfect. Okay, great. I'm sorry you have to do more work, but I'm glad it worked out. Send me some yep. hot pics of your wife, like. Because she's down, like just R-rated pics. Like people on my Patreon send me in pics of like girls in lingerie or whatever, like hot pics, but no face and no pussy shots and no tits. Like, <laughs> oh, she sent you one blowing the set. Oh my god, yes. People oh, try okay. to. I'm like, not. I listen. That happens a lot on my show, but I'm like, no thanks. I need yeah. like rated R stuff for my Patreon. Okay, but let me work on that. I'll get you an R. Yeah, get me a couple R-rated. I'm sure she has them. Just get them to me. And thanks so much for calling in. All right, great. Thanks. All right, thanks, Rod. Bye. See ya. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics 
of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly